This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson, and this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation 8, plus years in that games media combined, we thought we'd throw a hat into the ring and join that PlayStation conversation. The conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am on the YouTubes and 8am on the podcasting services now, including Spotify. That's right. But if you want to join that conversation, head over to the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash the pop culturist and chat with all the lovely community members of the pop C. And if you want to support us in a different way, head over to patreon.com slash the pop culturist, throw us a couple of dollars if you so wish, and you can uh, find a tier that might uh, interest you. And you even have the luxury of watching us record this show live. It's pretty, pretty nice. And finally... Oh, actually, not finally, because there's like two things left. Man, there's so many things you have to pitch to start the show. Uh, if you want to show the love of Pop Culturist on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shirts so where you can buy uh, phone cases, shirts, not this one. This one got pulled. Or this one. Or that one, because it's a whole different company. <laughs> and we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist, where we do uh, all our streams, most prominently on the Wednesday evenings. Tomorrow, to my right, to your left, Josh is still out. Uh, out. He's off, still off resting. Apparently playing a uh, shit fuck ton of Destiny 2. So I bought in Paul James. I, we need to have a conversation. Yeah, what's up? So over the recent weeks, actually, firstly, look at this. Yeah, look at yeah. that. Look at that. See, this, this is the look thing. The, fa- see, the facial hair stems from without Josh here. I, I, I miss him and I need him. And I, and I you ne- needed to bring some facial I, hair I to the show. I needed to bring the facial hair to the show because he had it covered. And I never knew that to- I was coming and you're like, well, that like, just keeps it trim all I'm like, the time. Well, so yeah, I that, that, something here. That pause was that sweet baby face and I can't balance it. But no, it's like, without Josh's facial hair, I'm like, I, I, I need it. I miss him and this is my, until he comes back. Behind the scenes, did the did the both like did you just touch his beard every now and then? Like just walk home, just is, no. that, is that what you needed? No, <laughs> just, so, just so you could touch every now and then. No, I'm just this, this is my almost thirty beard. So <laughs> fair enough. The second thing, you've had a number of guests on this show recently, Joel yeah. and Jono and Jesse and those. We need to put these upstarts in their place. In my title, it should be Paul, the most recurring pop, uh, for FTB, the players yeah. guest, James. We need to stomp this shit down. Jono keeps claiming he's catching up. No, uh, these other uh, buddies also been in there recently. Yeah. And he dropped in with the video on the show floor and all those sorts, of which maybe not for the players. Close enough, we'll count it. But we'll drop it in probably maybe next week. The week See, after, there we so. go. Like these vlogs keep coming along, thinking they're top shit, trying to take the the mantle. Take your your mantle that you've busted. Look, I'm a math teacher, and maybe someday someone will overtake me, whatever. And but I will still be officially listed as Paul, the most recurring guest. Mm. The fourth players, James. But in terms of the statistics, I think you do have it. Yeah, I've got I've got them covered. But yeah. at the same time, things may change. But this title is going to remain the same. It's documented <laughs> today. This this is how it's going to be. As of recording, that yeah, is the point. That's that's it going forward. Yeah. How you been, man? It's been I'm going a while. well. Um, since the last time I rocked up on this show, yeah, uh, so I crashed your show on over. Yeah, you crashed, and I uh, I just kept seeming to drop into your show. I love that man. Well. That was so much fun. Rocked up, rocked people. up at the beginning, and then I bounced into you again, and then I told you I'm going to Xbox. Piss off! And then you got there, and I wasn't there yeah. because I got pulled away elsewhere. Um, but since I was last on this show, what baby's arrived? Yeah, congratulations. Noah, everything's going well. He sleeps like a champ, so I'm actually still getting to play some games, which is Very good. Nice. We'll see how long that lasts. But he's had a couple of rough nights the last two, but 
whatever. Yeah, it's, it only gets worse. Like James was really good when he started, when he was when he started when he was born, uh, and then yeah, over time he got a little bit crappier. Like right now, he um he he's the worst. I'm preying on the fact that Mum said that I used to sleep like a champ, just from day dot all the way mm-hmm. through to I don't know when I'm walking and talking. Things are a bit different then, obviously, but um I'm hoping that he. It's a similar story for him because at which point I just keep getting getting to play games and. <laughs> Gradually getting to catch up on stuff. We'll talk about some that I have and haven't played recently, but yeah. So we've just, oh, sorry soon. We've just made the switch f- with him from a uh, cot to his own little bed. Oh yeah, okay. Because um, we, we find that he really he sleeps better when he's in our bed. Either it could yep. be because of us or the fact that he's got more room more to room move around. To so we're hoping, like as of right now, he's asleep on his bed now. So I think he, I think he likes uh, the space. This could be the first episode in a while where he hasn't just crashed. Well, well not initially. He'll, he'll probably just he'll probably wake up wandering, keep the door. Oh, open. for the players is on time. To, yeah, time yeah. To <laughs> stick my nose. Dad's doing something. <laughs> Kadoosh, doors doors down. <laughs> but yeah, man, what like what have you been playing? How was your packs? Did you play? You have any things to say I, about? I the, still didn't play there? as much at packs as I would have liked to, but mm. it's not a PlayStation game. But Ori and the Will of the Wisps is the best game of that show, and is one of my most anticipated games of next year, unless The Last of Us rocks up out of nowhere. But yep. um. Look, it was still good packs. It was plenty of good games I got to play. Really enjoyed what I did. Um, really went hard on the AAAs in the first few days and then kind of had interviews for the next few, so I didn't get to the indies as much as I would have liked. So if you're an indie out there and I didn't get to play your game, reach out to me because I'll, I don't know, pretend to know what I'm talking about. So you'll play them. Yeah. Hit me up. I'll, I'll find a way to play them. Like, let's do it. Um, but then outside of that, playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the moment, uh, you wanted to talk about you promoted it as such that we're going to talk about Red Dead and I actually haven't touched it yet because well, I'm going to talk about Red Dead I'm so yeah. up Assassin's Creed's ass yeah. that I I was super hyped for uh, Red Dead it was probably 1-2 God of War and this uh, and Red Dead is my two most anticipated for the year and it's just fallen by the wayside because mm. of how awesome Odyssey is like I just um that carrot at the end of the stick what everyone used to describe about Skyrim back in the day where you know you start walking and then there's something to go and do and it's the same idea for the Witcher there's you know every 30 seconds was their kind of mantra that you walk 30 seconds you're going to see something you want to go and do and Assassins is totally doing the same thing and the quest uh, the quests are awesome whether whether it's the main missions or the side ones everything just clicks so I'm really really happy and no, really did you play it. as Alexios or Cassandra? no Cassandra okay because Alexios got the personality of a plank yeah it was very good and Cassandra's awesome maybe that's why I'm like I, the hooks didn't get into me did you play as Alexios? well I, I when I booted it up for the stream they were like play Alexios I'm like okay beep. just to watch the shitty acting or? yeah I don't know they like that was the request in the chat they were like, I'm like who should I pick like play Alexios man I'm like alright done so now I regret it every season. moment of it. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's what's go back and me out. There, there's some awesome missions in there. There's there's one particular highlight of mine that um, this is not a core mission, so don't stress spoilers, whatever. Uh, it's actually a funny one. Uh, so you find this guy trapped in a cage, and he's with his parents outside, and they're all. T- I don't quite understand the whole rationale as to what their weird parents situation. Anyway, um, they needed this sword and shield mm-hmm. that were being held one uh, the sword by a blacksmith and some thief had gotten their hand on, hands on the, the shield and you needed both of those for this guy and at which point they'd said it was kind of his legacy sort of thing that whatever anyway um, I went and chased down both those things I saw the blacksmith and saw that there was an opportunity to hit on the guy so I did and yeah. all of a sudden bang bang um, but I got the sword and then I went off yeah, and you did. chased down the yeah, bo- bo- <laughs> in both cases um, and then uh, went to go ch- uh, chase down the thief found her, killed her, took the shield, left, returned to those, and then the whole story kind of transpires that it turns out those parents that were at the front, they were his adopted parents, and the two people that I'd 
kind of chased out were his actual parents. He didn't know that. Um, so you kind of like they set him out of the cage. He just sprints away, and then oh and then when God. you finally track him down, he's like, "You fucked my dad and killed my mom." <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, screaming wow. at you. It's like they they've got some genuinely funny ones in there as well as the serious stuff. Yeah, and that just oh, um, that's amazing. It's, it's really funny, and there's a few others that do that as well, sort of thing as well. Fuck um, yeah, real happy. And then to, <laughs> the game plays a treat as well. So. But we don't need to focus on how the game plays because I fucked some guy's dad and <laughs> yeah, like that's and, um, like you, you killed don't his mum. That and, in many other games, yeah. And the fact like they were just so on the nose about it, like it was they delivered it perfectly. You're like, yeah, no, I li- literally did all that. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you didn't have to, I guess, go there with the dad. But I saw the temptation; he was horny as fuck, so I went for it. So, as playing like as as the character of Cassandra that you're playing, is that the go-to? Like, if, if yeah, the I, I don't know if I was up, Alexios and whether they kind of flip roles because they needed to be. Well, they, no, but I mean, like in terms of how genders. you're playing it, are you just banging anyone that anyone? If an opportunity arises, yeah, yes, yeah. But there's not been that many. I think two or three out of the maybe 50 hours that I've played so far. But still, I guess if you're getting two or three in real life every 50 hours, you're yeah, probably no, tracking okay. Yeah, no, that's depending on your perspective, of course. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Especially when they're other people's parents. Yeah, that, that especially you, yeah. isn't happening. But whatever, that's that's been my playstyle so far. I'm just exploring all options. Very cool. You're playing a lot of Red Dead, though. I am playing a lot of Red Dead. I have played a couple other games, and one of them is in the news, so I'll wait to talk about that one in there. Um, but yeah, first off, I got 100% trophies on the Paw Patrol. Whoop, whoop. On a roll. I, I did see that, but yeah. there's no platinum, there's no gold. No, there's no even. platinum, there's no gold. So it's four silvers and 16, 16 bronzes. PlayStation, employ someone. Like, what the make fuck? Make this thing happen. Like, I understand why. It took, took me, like, six hours to get them all anyway. It's, I got seven trophies got on the less. first level. Yeah, it's true. I, I guess they didn't. may not have pushed for it as well. Yeah. But the irony is, right, as I mentioned last week with Jess, was that like when you get all the pup treats in the in the level, you get oh the the platinum like, bones platinum or whatever bone, yeah. and I'm like slimy yes, pricks of teeth. Did the game come to Xbox as well though? Uh yeah, it's on everything. Okay, so maybe it's just their own little yeah, thing, and it's not meant to be a I don't know whatever. Rookie um, move, get it right. Yeah, very rookie move. It's kind of poos. Um, hang on, I just realised the battery on this is not doing too well, so I'm going to have to put you in power saver mode. Thank you. Um, I, can, I can just talk shit if you need to go get a power Yeah, I'll do it later. Uh, yeah, so I've spent the time of that, got that out of the way, done. James helped me out, it was very cool, that's how we spent our Saturday morning. Um, yeah, Red Dead. Lots of Red Dead. Uh, like, that's the one I've been playing the most. I've lost a good time, I've lost time with Red Dead. I'm like oh, lost time, as in family time and all those sorts of things. all the things that you should time. be doing, real life commitments that just fall by the wayside because South Park's even taking the piss out of that. I don't know if you've seen mm. it. Like, that yeah. is, it's just yes, time. It's, it's just acknowledged by everyone that this thing's just ruining lives or will ruin <laughs> lives. It's just more of a oh yeah, I played for a little bit. I'm like oh, fuck, it's one in the morning. Well, it's twelve o'clock. Yeah, okay. sure, yeah man. Um, so it's mind you, I was only playing for like two hours because I start playing like nine yeah. or ten o'clock, but. Oh, so how long have you put in now? Oh, Roughly? Shit. Uh, Best estimate? Though they probably counted anyway. 20? Yeah, right. Under so 20? he's barely scratched the surface. I'm about 20... According to the save file, I'm 27% through the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So would you say you're mostly focusing on the, the core campaign, or are you kind no, of... No, I'm just fun around. Yeah, right. Um, so I've just started Chapter 3. Which I hear... Again, not played yet. I hear that's when it gets really good. It's been really good like this whole time. There's, yeah. Some people are complaining about the pacing that's very slow early on. Apparently, Chapter 3 is just universally acknowledges the one that that's where shit really starts happening. Because you know, like the the article, it's like if you're if you if you find GTA, uh, find Red Dead Redemption boring, you're playing it wrong. I yes. agree. 
I totally agree. So with this, with the game, you know, it's set in like the 1800s, like 1899. Like yeah. this isn't GTA. We're, we're, you know, we, you're not fanging around in a in a car. You're on a horse. So it takes 15 minutes to get somewhere. Well, not really, it's exaggerating. But it, no, but like yeah, people got to check their take, expectations. Yeah, it does and- take minutes to get there. And a lot of this game is part of the key story. Not really spoilers. Is talking about Arthur and and his yep him being alone. Even with a group of people, I know you're trying to dodge, <laughs> trying to dodge. Yeah, like, like part of the thing is about him just being, just being uh, like the what's what, I'm like sol- sol- isolation, isol- yeah, isolation. Thank yeah. you. I was thinking like solarity or something. That's even a word. Um, but the, the isolation that comes with that, and like, because you'll go, for, you might go for ages and not see anyone. Uh, you'll go hunting and you'll be to two days in game and you've caught some stuff and you're heading back and you've not seen anyone. That works for me. No, yeah. I'm, I'm alright with that. I'm enjoying I that. Need, a I just need lot, to actually get actually. to it. But. I'm enjoying it so much. So the idea if someone's like, it picks up, I'm like, it's been fucking good like this whole time. Yeah, does that worry you? If people are saying that things kind of change, the momentum kind of changes at chapter three, and you're actually enjoying the way it is right now, does that worry you a little bit yeah. at all? Or you, you still just have your you have faith in Rockstar that they'll still balance it right? Yeah, I have faith. Um, like there has been moments of intensity, like you rob a train and you, you yep. know, you all that sort of stuff. I think this is where the highest missions start coming in. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that's why they're talking about the big the big increase. Like the last thing I did in chapter two is just a big shootout in the town, and then you have to bounce because you blow yeah, okay. half town. Um, so like uh, yeah, I'm certainly enjoying it. The characters are great. I'm really liking it's like where Dutch is going as a character yeah. and, and why everyone's uh, what's the appeal why it's of so him? Important, yeah. Why everyone's getting get, feels compelled to join that gang like you know he's charming his way through and even the side characters are all fantastic not everyone's not getting full focus like everyone's getting kind of blase but you're getting enough from them in in rockstars you might you might see more of them down the line too yeah so uh there are some characters i haven't seen yet that are on the art book oh yeah okay Uh, apparently there's a glitch in the camp where you may not see anyone until like the third um, chapter and they're like well yeah they, people, certain people will disappear if yeah. you fail a certain mission and, and I don't know the details again I haven't played it um, but you fail a certain mission and then you restart as you would normally restart from a particular checkpoint or whatever then it causes this great issue where people that are supposed to be they just disappear until do they need chapter it? 3 or 4 when, yeah. it is, when, they're, uh, when they're needed next um, as long as if there's you no reboot I've... like if you start the mission from scratch yeah. then it's fine as so, long as there's no, no missions I've missed out on with them not being there I don't care yeah that's fine. I'll see. We'll when, never know. I'll see when they get there. But no, like, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's really, really cool. I've gone through two horses. I haven't killed any yet. Uh, I had I had my first horse, which was Rupert. It's that six dollar horse yet at the start Rupert, of the game. Nice. Um, Rupert's been fantastic, but he was just he wasn't quite getting there. What does a high end horse cost? Uh, Forty bucks. No, right, there is like nice. I think hundred dollar horse something. Um, and then I've just a up, big spender. So I've just upgraded to Rufus the horse. Oh, my horse is gonna start with R for some reason. Good. So I've got Rufus the horse. Uh, he's a lot faster. He's like twice as twice as big as Rupert. So I know I know people have got really attached to their horse, and I was it was it was conflict of getting rid of Rupert. It was conflict. Is that because you knew that when when he got taken away that that was when he was going to become glue? Or no, they were going to put him in the Melbourne Cup and he was going to fall over and die like sorry it's a touchy subject but it should it be is a very touchy subject also <laughs> but because for my fantasy football team we use the melbourne cup oh jesus yeah as our and that was your horse? draft pick no no i got i got first this year so I was like, yeah okay um and we, yeah every year that we've done every year we've we've done the melbourne cup as our draft picker yeah our horses died so i think it's our fault just saying yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that sounds about right. Yeah, so You're horrible Rupert, people. It was tough because you know at this point I'd spend like 15 hours of the Rupert, and I'm like Rupert's fucking 
good. But there was a mission I had to chase down this cart. He went fast and he just wasn't getting it. He just like well, I got there in the end. I had to do sort of do like a long shot with my rifle to get the dude. Yeah, okay. I'm like, you're just not pulling it, man. Like I'm, well, I'm gonna need speed in the future. And that's something you're always balancing, or is it just a natural progression? Like you level up, and your some of these bottom level options disappear. It feels or? like a level of progression. Like I had maxed my my affection with that horse as much as I could. Yeah, okay. So like we were we were fucking tight. I don't want to know how you maxed your affection. With. I smooched that horse. No, no that, if that's it, all you did, I that's fine. That's all right, cool. We don't go, all, that guy's dad had gone me. Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny how the boys become the word of 2018. Um, I was actually talking about the guy from Assassin's Creed that I nailed the blacksmith. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't get all that about it. Um, no, if, if, if you're just talking kisses with kids, that's fine. That, that works better too. Well, because in God of War, you had, you know, boy. Which is B- uh, B-O-I. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then in this yeah. one, you have your horse and it's Boah, B-O-A-H. Oh, so yeah, how they pronounce boys, but it's like it's... He's bloody southerners. It's become a thing. It's become a thing Good. this year. Boy, I, ho- I hope they did it on purpose. Boys are around. You, got, you, you got yourself a boy. What about Australian boy? I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not... Stra- I'm not. I'm Australian, but I don't have... Like nasally enough. The, the, I don't, yeah, I've not got the nasally enough accent to, to, to make it happen, but... What else do you play or is that those that's two better. basically in it? Oh, and I played Fallout 76, but that's in the news, and we'll talk about that when we get there. Speaking of news, let's jump on in into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about PlayStation news that's happened this week. Kicking things off is PUBG is allegedly finally coming to PlayStation. Oh, actually, before we jump into that, speaking of news, oh, what do you think of the PlayStation Classic? After you know, oh, we the, talked, we talked last up. week about how uh, you and I look, it originally doesn't made it doesn't the list. have Shane Warne, yep. so it's a big fail in my books. It doesn't have Final <laughs> Fantasy Nine, so it's a big fail in my books. Yeah, we, no, we, look, uh, two out of twenty we got. Um, is that really what we got? Yeah, there? holy shit, we only predicted two. We got Metal, to, Metal to Gear. Think we and put Tekken. all these amazing top tier games in there, outside of Shane Warne, like legit top tier games. Mm. Um, that geez, all right. But we I, did, I did make, we did make that list prior to knowing about Spyro Remaster. We knew about Crash. We knew about Crash. But yeah, um, Spyro and Medieval and all those sorts of things. Yeah, we didn't, so. know, about, we didn't know about Medieval. And then what else? There's been other bits. Oh, and then, yeah, you got your Final Fantasy ports onto PS4 and all those sorts of things as yeah. well. So. And, and the Castlevania Symphony, Symphony oh, of the yeah, Night yeah, just true. coming out. We didn't know about that, obviously. So we, we Still plenty of other good games that I feel like they ignored, but it is hard to... With like a platform like PS1, which some will argue is the best... Yeah. got the best catalogue of games ever um, for me it's the Super Nintendo but anyway um, PS1 would probably be second best uh, yeah like it's pretty hard to choose a sampling from that thing and, and get it right for everyone and it's a and weird um, licensing thing like what I'm finding interesting is music and those sorts of things yeah like we put well. we put Tony Hawk on there knowing that would never happen because of music rights um Metal Gear's on there, which is interesting. I mean, we made this list not thinking it was ever going to happen. No, so. yeah, we made so we, yeah Metal Gear Solid and but no Silent Hill. Yeah, true. Which yeah, is real weird. Point. Yeah, some there's some weird selections or non-selections, mm. but whatever they they've got to get it right. And let's. I just wish they'd I don't know connected it online or made like the memory card slots legit like expandable memory. You could mm. just buy a little memory card that's got another X number of games on it. There Why is not? some information a bit later and on. And there'll be modders that'll that. break it, and that's fine. Maybe I'll just have to jump into that community. I don't know. <laughs> Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is coming to PS4. Ha- uh, coming to PS4 has seemed like an inevitable scenario for quite a long time. And now there's evidence suggests that it... Sorry. That'll arrive on Sony's system within the next month. 
Apparently, the game's already on PlayStation 4 servers, and at least to some extent, and in and the in the know analyst Daniel Ahmed, also known as ZHugeEX, has gone on record saying that he believes it's really releasing in December. Uh, a couple of this with, with new information from about the Korean rating leak for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds that happened a couple months back, and the P- so therefore the PS4 version is looking like a lock. I believe Eurogame uh, Eurogamer has come out and confirmed some some of the details uh, as well. Yeah, and there was an Amazon leak. Yeah. Um, that people screenshot it, it says December 8th specifically. Yeah, so the next thing I wrote here, with PUBG dropping on December 20 last year on Xbox and Microsoft being big fans of 12-month ex- exclusivity, it's very likely that we will see it on that date. That's my theory. I don't know. Uh, but I also don't give fucks. So. Yeah, I don't think anyone really cares anymore. No one fucking cares about PUBG anymore. Um, I was listening to something on the way here, actually. They were talking about the fact that there's DLC for PUBG that's come out that's got... Uh, Oh, Suicide Squad related, so it's got yeah, Joker and Harley Quinn. And it looks so bad. But, but like the price of them, they were, it was like 45 US dollars to get the, the two skins for like essentially two characters. And that would normally trigger a whole bunch of angry responses and not a single one happened because people just don't care about the game anymore. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, look, hyperbole just a smidge because there's still, I don't know, a million odd people playing a day or whatever, but that's so small these days. Yeah, the market In that is, sort of community, no one cares. The market has, has shifted between Fortnite and, and Blackout now. Yeah. Because Blackout is, was doing what Call of Duty did. Uh, sorry, Blackout is doing PUBG what PUBG did, did better. better. And Fallout... Sorry, Fallout. And I'm Fortnite. Horrible day. Fortnite took what PUBG had made, made it more child-friendly, yeah. opened it up, made it more creative. And well. became the biggest game in the world. It's a huge Or right close now. enough to it's, it anyway. It's bonkers huge. Speaking of, uh, yeah, speaking of all, Fallout 76 though... As my, as I, and I, I got a segue. As you rope in your mistake. Yeah, I got a, I made a mistake. I made a mistake, but now it's a segue. Bethesda is prepared to support Fallout 76 for a long, long time, according to an ever talkative Pete Hines, who we uh, missed out an opportunity to interview yeah. at PAX. But anyway, yeah, busy, busy, busy man. We were in the same. I did stand near him though. I did an the- interview with someone else in the same room that he was getting interviewed by Dave Milner at the time. I'm like. Nice. We were at, it's uh, almost like that time when I was at, at RTX and I went to the same cubicle that Kojima was in, but I didn't get to talk to him because it's awkward talking to someone in the toilet like that. Yeah, you could have seen Especially that. Especially when they don't have the translator and he's just trying to spring a leak. <laughs> <laughs> just really trying to piss. The Bethesda boss has told GameSpot and the developer uh, that the developer plans on sticking with the online-only title, quote, as long as people keep playing it and shows no sign of slowing down, end quote. How long is Fallout 76 going to be uh, going to be up? Forever, Heinz says. I don't know how to give an answer other than that. It's not like anybody makes a game and goes, well, well, this is going to make it for 10 years if we're lucky. Nobody thinks that way. Obviously, no one's expecting Fallout 76 service to stay on forever, but it's clear that Bethesda is willing to play the long game. Quote, once we get to private servers or whatever happens in the years following, I don't know. Maybe there's a point where it doesn't matter, but... This is a massive franchise, a massive undertaking, and our commitment to it is never ending, and it continues on an ongoing basis. Hein reiterates. But what may take forever, Fallout 76 Day One patch. Uh, Fallout oh, 76 yeah, right. is around 45 gig in size, but no, 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 54. But uh, not Red Dead Huge. However, included is its 54 gigabyte day one patch and suddenly its total fire size is coming in at a whopping 100 megabytes. I have three minutes to get my get my power cord. Go Talk for about Fallout. So when it comes to that Fallout patch, I'm sure not all of it will be... Fuck! I think everything's still live. If you're there, good. Oh, I my toaster. <laughs> uh, when it comes to that patch, some important things to note. So the game might be 
40 whatever it was gig that's cool uh 54 gig patch sucks it's going to cost you a lot of bandwidth it's probably not going to fill up 100 gig of your playstation though realistically some of that content is going to replace files that are already existing in the platform that's going to be updated bits and pieces some of those things will be redundant now and won't actually make up the file size they kind of get replaced um so that's an important thing to keep in mind when it comes to those file sizes i think everything's still running you don't have a toe anymore oh the problem is that's how i broke my toe last time you don't need to hustle. I can I can talk to the viewers and or talk to the players uh, about all things Fallout, a franchise that typically I've not cared about. Um, oh, see, the, the thing is, this is how but, I broke my toe last time. I slipped on a mat at my in-laws' place, and as I as I stepped, my toe went into the ground, just obliterated. What I'll appreciate is the fact that I'm sure it probably happened on camera. Like literally, as you were cutting across, they were just seeing this blue mass just start to fall. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's awesome. But. Yeah, I was just saying that the file size, like that 54 gig, is probably going to be replacing bits and pieces of the actual content in it, so it's not going to take up a whole 100 gig. Yeah, so, but it's also not surprising, because when I downloaded the, the beta, I was looking at a 96 gigabyte download file anyway. Yeah. So I don't know where people are getting this 54 from, or this 45, I should say, because the whole time I've been looking at, like I've been looking at 100 gigs. So may, like, maybe, yeah, I, don't know. P, I think PC had about 54, 45, sorry. Unsure. But... Uh, yeah. In terms of the life of the game, uh, I mean, obviously, look, a game like that, because uh, it fits in that same Destiny and Division and Monster Hunter sort of mold, uh, whereas this online living sort of experience, um, it doesn't surprise me they're going to support it for a long time. Chances are it's going to be a long, long time before we see a core Fallout game just because of their openness about it. the fact that, yeah, because you've already got uh, Starfield, not mm-hmm. Starlink, Starfield, that is probably, what, 2020, something like that. Yeah so, yeah, so that's then there's the, the next core thing from them. And then Elder Scrolls is after that. And I mean, we know that they kind of run on three to four year sort of cycles, probably closer to four to five, really. So 2020 and then 2025, and then God knows when you see Fallout in there. So it doesn't surprise me they want to add legs to this thing just to keep Fallout in the consciousness. And for those who are hardened Fallout fans, they've always got that to go back to. There'll be a next gen port, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. And it'll just it'll just keep living until they're ready to chop it in the neck. And all right, let's let's lean into Fallout 5 or whatever it is they do next yeah like I do wonder how far it's going to go it's nice to know that they are putting that effort in there because when you do have a completely online focused game you you need to know that the devs are keen to yeah. support it as it is um, I spent about five hours with it during the beta period um, I thought it was fine it's more Fallout it, it's literally full. it feels like Fallout 4 uh, it looks the same like there are some improvements especially with the lighting effects it obviously is a huge one um, but it plays much the same. I didn't have... Probably has the same bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't have a lot of bugs. I didn't have a Good. lot of frame rate. I did have some frame rate drops here and there, but not enough. To, it like goes, oh, and then it comes back. Like it, yeah, seemed, okay. it seemed to be... It groans for a split second. And then yeah. Like, even if it's under 30, it seems somewhat steady. Like it wasn't, yeah, okay. you know, like breakable. Um, so I'm still, I'll be still picking it up this week. Yeah, I've, so, I've got a copy on order for PlayStation. I'm just, I've never been the biggest Fallout fan, but I'm mm. hopeful that the fact that I'll get to play with others might actually be what gets me into this franchise. Because yeah. I just like I love Elder Scrolls. I'm a big fantasy guy, and I don't even mind some post-apocalyptic stuff. But Fallout just hasn't grabbed me so far for some reason. There were some. So I'm hoping this does. There are some changes that come with playing with other people. One of them being obviously if you, when you're if you're not playing with other people like I was, I was playing solo during the beta period. Very lonely experience. Yeah, it probably doesn't suit me too much. Then. Which, but, given which, my interests, but also makes sense 
in the fact in the, the whole idea that you are the first essentially some of the first people out of that yeah. vault so you're not going to see people and one of the you know they mentioned that you won't see any npcs or quests are given to you by like little computer terminals and shit that part sucks because like although you do see ghouls and bugs and creatures the, the usual and, so, yeah. usual enemies you don't see npcs which so how do you get missions distributed to you terminals you, and stuff oh, okay yeah. yeah terminals and natural things in the environment yeah, and right. stuff like that um so when you do spot someone that's moving like an npc would you're either a that's an enemy or that's another player and initially i don't know about you <laughs> when i was like well i, did, I didn't play yeah i just saw people and i was like oh shit because you're expecting him to maybe turn on you or something like yeah because it was like it was like a group walking together or was yeah, it, it was like just- two or three people walking up and i was like hey i just kept looting just doing what i was doing just not doing any major um and then i yeah and then they kind fine. of walked up and you see him suss me and they just left but no. for, that, for that like for that minute I'm like <laughs> what sort of penalty is there for death do you just lose all the yeah. stuff that you got with you yeah, at the time or okay like, but if you fight like if they shoot you and you don't shoot back it's kind of I think there's a little bit of a leniency there yeah uh, apparently I killed someone like another player yeah so I was doing there's this a junkyard mission where it's like hey stop the three waves whatever the fuck and you'll get some gear so I did the three waves and apparently at some point I shot and killed another player oh I don't know when or something how something ricocheted off a wall and you just yeah. back and, and just next thing, old George right in his forehead yeah you are wanted you you know you 10 caps is your bounty I'm like fuck yeah right I'm gonna, is, I, is 10 caps a large amount in that context there yeah you only you only get a, like caps would be more prevalent in the future games mm. for obvious reasons there's more people out and all that sort of thing but it's, so 10 caps is a yeah, lot yeah 10 caps is like a lot so yeah after a little while I certainly got like then I got redacted by two dudes I've got some caps here now hey add, add to, so add and, to the oh, shelf that, that there seems fairly familiar yeah because it was yours it was mine <laughs> but yeah so like I've, I've added caps to the shelf to make it nice no one, like no one ever see that on camera that's all for me um but yeah, no, it's a, yeah, it's a very lonely experience. Um, but I can't wait to play it with more people. I think that's where it will shine. And if we play with some community members and whatnot, yeah, well, let's do it then because that might you're that might help get me in the door. Because mm. I'll be playing it. If you want, if you yep, want, if you let's want do to it. play with me, let's do it. It's, no, it's a no way out all that over was again. A nice clean fist bump. That too. was a very clean fist bump. It's very very good. <sighs> Talk about communities. Anyone anyone would think that we were mildly popular. Speaking of popular, PlayStation Now is generally given uh, some shit in gaming circles. And it turns out, actually, it's yeah. semi-popular. With more attention being placed on uh, Xbox's Game Pass. However, it seems Sony Streaming's and now download subscription service has been quietly bringing home the bacon. As new research, research from Superdata makes it the market leader by some margin excluding services like PlayStation Plus. According to a new report, PS Now commanded 52% of the gaming subscription market in the qu- in the quarter ending 30th of September, which means that downloads were only implemented at the very tail end of this uh, analysis. Uh, PS Now has obviously been around a lot longer than comparable services, and it also costs more, which will boost its standing in terms of revenue, but could also turn consumers away. All in all, it's quite a surprising piece of research. Although it is, we should mention it is extrapolated from a, from a sample, and then shouldn't and therefore shouldn't be considered hard. As a maths person, I totally agree with that. But. Correct. As as a bio, as scientists, we did a lot of statistics. 
It's a question. Random samples. Are, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is also worth pointing out the top of the three gaming subscriptions counted for just 6% of overall PC and console revenue during the tracked period. So none of these services appear to be particularly popular just yet. But within their own circles, they seem to be pretty huge. There's definitely something for Sony to work with here, although it looks with the, with the likes of Google and Microsoft about to join us, join in on the streaming streaming race. It needs to make its head start count. So it flogged uh, EA's offers in terms of uh, damn it, what's EA Access Origin. and Origin? Uh, it flogged Game Pass. Um, I think the consumer base is probably the only thing that's really carried over yeah just percentage but but even then it's still a weird thing because um now is still not like we don't have it here there's plenty of regions around the world that don't have it whereas we have game pass game pass is everywhere um so 40 countries i think they said yeah because actually yeah there was something today we'll talk about that later um but yeah i don't know it's kind of a weird one because yeah it's a big differential it's yeah 50 whatever it was percent um but there's no hype about the service basically ever except for when they added downloads and I was super keen on that myself except that we still don't have it available here so I'm like oh great oh, when yeah so um, yeah, you can get your US account and jump in and then download it quote unquote yeah. but even then I'm questionable on how well that would work here yeah so I'm they, they need actually. to make the service I have a US account I'll give it a go yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, want to true. pay for it so yeah good point uh, if well we, we don't get that much for it because the number of games that we buy or get sent anyway for our mm. respective publications like it you don't get as as much bang for the buck I guess yeah it's certainly true um it, yeah it is it, like no, when they the, the fact that they as I stumble my way through a sentence th- as they say it's an extrapolation that instantly throws out that number for me I'm like no nah. like you're fucking with, you're not fucking with the samples like you're not yeah, that's not a clear representation. It's yeah. not as if they assessed all, all 80 million PS4s out in the yeah. wild and then took out... All the Xboxes. and then... toe is stumping, by the way. Oh, really? I booted that ground real hard. I don't see any blood on the carpet, so we're off to a good start. No, it's just the problem is, because last time I broke my right big toe doing it. Just just hook it up here. And yeah, yeah, like, oh, jeez. Oh, it's fine. I'll work. that foot. <laughs> that's, that's a foot. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm questionable on those numbers, but I thought it was something to, to at least bring up. Yeah, I mean, we'll be talking about those sort of services, I guess, again shortly very soon yeah i guess interesting the direction it's all going i'm glad it's all heading that direction like i I don't mind the idea of your netflix style thing hopefully they still offer the download feature like what game pass does and what Mm. uh, now is beginning to do because if you've got a weaker connection that's that's worthwhile and i only recently got mbn or earlier this year got mbn and prior to that i would have been isn't mbn great oh it's great but i would have been up shit creek prior to that so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it all goes. This next one is called Like a Whisper. Without making a noise, Sony has dropped a new, quieter model of the PS4 Pro, uh-huh. as pointed out by Digital Foundry. The PS4 Pro CUH7200 is the company's latest hardware revision, and apparently it's the quietest model yet. At this point in time, the Tweet console is exclusive to the Red Dead 2 bundle, and its existence has only been confirmed in the UK. Digital Foundry has found that it can run about 5 decibels quieter. It will run a little hotter, however, but it is better than the industrial fan that currently lives under my TV unit. Uh, One thing, it does also change uh, the power supply, as it's now using the standard uh, figure 8 cable rather than the kettle cord. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. Which I assume will probably be helping it run lower if it's better power. Yeah, yeah, If it's better, if it's running better power consumption. Has a knock-on effect. Yeah. I this yeah, is just, this is just a bit. You, of, yeah, you raised it with me before we started recording. I'm like, what model? Hang on, what did I miss? But I do recall actually hearing about this at some point now. And like, great. 
uh, if you buy a PlayStation now, it doesn't have to sound like a you know Air Force jets taking off. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, okay. Like it's it's, it's still it's. I still got my Pro and I'm happy with it. Yes, it gets a bit loud. If I go to capture stuff, I have to kind of tweak my settings beforehand so that it kind of I, you know just takes the sample and then kills that off. But yeah, so my Gen, I've I've I'm, I'm rocking the Gen One PS4 Pro. Yep, me too. Um, however, mine's the modified one as we as we've seen before with the God of War. That beautiful specimen. Oh, it's beautiful. So uh, when Ethan from Technology and Gaming did pull it apart, he did rethermal everything. Yeah, okay, and that fuck helps. with it. So it should have made it run better, but even with Red Dead, it's still like, what? Oh, so right. I do wonder uh, where it would be if that didn't happen, or whether it's just the games now that's just more demanding, just chewing yeah, okay. its guts. I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. Um, I, it do, yeah, it doesn't really impact me. And I, I guess would great, like great for anyone one. who gets it. Yeah. I would like you, you can never I'm complain, I guess. Because yeah. our good friend Dash from Dash Culture constantly bitches and whines about his uh about the la- the loudest bitches of his place and there. wines you suck i love you dash yeah, we love you it's brand new, <laughs> new pro it's brand new one yeah ship it in from the uk apparently yeah well it depends he, they, i'm sure they, it's probably they work in games retail they should be able to see whether it's available now or not yeah good point yeah let's get to it the next one we want all the monies Destiny 2 Forsaken sales haven't, haven't met publishers, publisher Activision's expectations despite the expansion making a fuck ton of money when it launched in September. Quote, some of our f- uh, franchises like Destiny are not performing as well as we'd like, end quote. The company stated rather bluntly during its most recent earnings call. The problem appears to be that Destiny is struggling to keep players outside the hardcore crowd engaged. COO Cody Johnson told investors, we have not yet seen the full core re-engage in Destiny, which has led to an underperformance against expectations to date. Some players are in wait and see mode. If you're in, you're deeply engaged. If not, we think now's the time to bring players back. Destiny 2 may be in great shape right now in terms of general structure and gameplay, but people have bounced off the game before, aren't likely to come back. This guy. Uh, until they're convinced that it's worth their time. I won't even do that. Neither. We're sure that some would argue that Destiny had already been given its one chance too many. In any case, Activision doesn't seem... Uh, doesn't seem sorry, doesn't sound best pleased. According to Kotaku, the publisher is also promising investors, quote, a faster content model and new forms of monetization for the game, end quote. God only knows what that will mean for a title going forward, but we're really hoping that more microtransactions aren't heading their way. Uh, Josh, in his sabbatical, has been deep diving back into Destiny 2. So I guess he's one of those that uh, Activision loves at the moment. He went back and he's loving it. He is loving it. He he went and bought posters and he's now got framed Destiny shit in his house. And he's buying the big fucking Lego, whatever the equivalent. Yeah. (laughs) He's going hard. I'm like, dude, I'm just happy you're playing games again. Um, So he's, he's in. But this is disgusting. Like this is Activision at its perfect example. Yeah, there's Bobby Kodak's name all over it. Yeah. I don't even know if he's still there, but we always so. just blame him anyway. But, like, Destiny's making money, and... The, it's like how we blame Phil Harrison for anything. He goes wrong at PlayStation. He's been gone for 15 years. Like, Activision Blizzard, as a full company, they're, they're like, they're not... As we all know, they are prone to microtransactions. Look at, you know, Blizzard. You know, oh, they, they of own Overwatch, King for... Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and they own King when you do Candy Crush. Yeah. So, like, they bought them because Activ- of that. And their Call of Duty now being littered with them as well. So it's no surprise that they'll want to be putting market more market transactions in. Destiny 2 launching with the shaders being a big problem hidden behind paywalls. It's 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 horrible. And what 
is astounding to me personally, and I know that this this sentiment's shared a lot on the internet, is like, why do you need all the money? What's happy with like I, I still I guarantee another you another layer of notes under you. Destiny when you go to sleep is still making money. And it's still making millions oh, be and super millions profitable. of dollars. But yeah, it's it's raising nine million a day, but they projected ten million or a month maybe. Yeah, like um, what the like fuck? Yeah, what the actual fuck? But at the same time, I also think a bit of it is kind of us all on the other end getting a little bit too. Fucking Activision, boy, like. They've just come out and reported. They said we had our tracked numbers, and it's slightly below those. That, it's not like they've then proceeded to wail on Bungie or true, gamers. Like true. They've, they've just kind of spoken. Probably got their stats guy out. It's always the stats guy, and What's you, you never er- want to be the stats. It's guy. an earnings call. It's all about data. It's all about inv- like. Investment and they've just details. gone. Look, we projected to get this. It didn't get this, so it's underperformed. Done. And we're going. Fucking Activision. They're not happy. They're not getting all the money. So like, and I and I did kind of rampage a little bit like that at the beginning. Yeah, mm. you know, greedy pricks. And then I've kind of toned it down. Look, a little I get since. that. I get that outrage. It's the the precedence that it sent before. Like their behavior in the past has di- has dictated this response. Yeah. If they had previously gone, hey, it underperformed, but we'll double down and we'll just make it a better game. Yeah. Well, apparently there's some leaks kicking around about, or leaks or data kind of kicking around about a supposed Destiny three. But they mm. they need to work out what the hell that thing actually looks like because they made a ton of changes from Destiny one to like they they got everything right towards the end of Destiny one, and then they flipped it on its head for Destiny two, and you brought and broke in, it. You actually, well, you brought in a lot of people like myself who weren't like I played the first Destiny and I enjoyed it for a little bit and then I kind of bounced um, didn't really see everything through Destiny 2 I did mm. um, as time's gone by I haven't just because it's hard to keep going back over and over again um, they they brought in a new crowd but then kind of pissed off the existing one at the same time for the changes there was a big difference and then they've started to get it all right again they don't seem to be able to balance the game for both audiences mm. and that's going to be their problem because I think they're, they're budgeting or they're setting these expectations based on the fact that they'll be able to harness both communities and they're not getting them at the moment. I think, so, I think folk double I down know. on one. Yeah, and go with the hardcore one because they're the ones that, like, that means your game's in the good graces of the community at the very yeah, least. Yeah, in terms of microtransactions, you know, the whole system is based... Oh, my fucking toe's killing me. It's all based around the idea of the whales, right? People that would spend the most yes. amount of money. So why not double down on the people that would give you the most amount of money? Yeah, and if you pick up people like myself along the way, great. Yeah. If not... Because if, if they show, if they, rather than trying to make it approachable, if they just go, hey, this is the best Destiny game you'll ever play, we've, you know, we've taken on feedback and we've made it, we've worked on it. Like, the problem with with very statistics, very data-focused information like this, you don't hear the creative side. So, yeah. from here, all you hear is, it's not making enough money, we need to find ways for it to make more money. But the the answer that should like to me the lies answer, at the feet of the creative yeah, people and what they're doing and, the then, an- and then you monetize around that correct or but once again previous practice by Activision means he's the he's the he's the funding model work around the funding yeah. model um so if they were to go hey we're just going to make it the best game that we can be or we're going to we're going to in the next expansion or we're going to bring in new DLC that's going to do this this and this and this that's what I want to hear about yep I don't want to fucking hear about how they want to put more more microtransactions because a I'm sick of talking about microtransactions period. Because it's, like, it's abhorrent and they're still doing it. Everyone's still doing it. Well, it's it's a weird thing. And cycling back to our last bit of news about the, the subscription services. So another stat that came out of that thing, and again, we spoke about it, small sample size, but uh, the average spend from people, uh, if they were 
a subscriber of one of those services, $25 per month. Uh, this is US, but $25 per month uh, on microtransactions and other bits and pieces in game versus $10 if you didn't have those services and you bought the game off the shelf. Mm. So like that, microtransactions are still a factor and it seems like if you're going down that path, the subscription service path, then you're more inclined to pay for those. So there is still some interest there and it's just a matter of getting the balancing act right, whether you're Activision or Ubisoft or whatever. Like people wanted to wail on Ubisoft for the stuff that they did in Assassin's Creed Odyssey at the beginning. It's fine. You totally don't yeah, need to go there. Even for I the- didn't and, I, and it's only like I'm late game now. I'm like, I'm going to buy a few cosmetics because I've put 50 plus hours in this game I'm really enjoying it and I want to get that stuff because it looks kind of cool it cost me $7 had you felt that you the, the, they're being bombarded up until this point no in, in the case of Assassins it's super well hidden like it, when you jump into the menus you've got all your normal screens and you, you know, press R1 to tab across through all your different like your loadouts or the map or whatever it is and in the top right corner there's a, like your little right button from your D-pad that says store Mm. Like it's just the little uh, the little symbol for the right button and then store there in the top left it's the same thing but for your menu or whatever the main menu is like it's, it's, it's super hidden you, know, you, don't, you wouldn't know and they don't force it down your throat either um, when you go to boot up the game and you've got your save games and all that sort of thing they've got hey here's some new stuff that we've added but a lot that's of games every do, menu. And, that's, and that's fine like yeah. that's that happens with games all the time I think they've they've nailed how you do it and people are going for it and I don't normally buy microtransactions certainly not cosmetic ones but I did an Assassin's because I'm loving the game and what's $7 when you've put in 50 hours? That's it. My wife may not be super stoked because we're like more or less one income now but she won't watch this episode. Maybe. Uh, yeah, no, Too busy kind of, nursing a baby, I'm sure. Kind of, it's kind of bullshit but I'm sick of talking about it as well. Uh, moving on. The Game Awards. Jeff Keighley has come out with some more news about the 2018 Game Awards. Uh, it will be airing on the 6th of December. And which will be a Friday be, for us. Yes, Friday, Friday for us. And we'll have, quote, the largest lineup of new game announcement in the show's history, end quote. So we already know something there. And I'm not talking about what you and I have discussed. <laughs> Some stuff that came out from today. Yeah, Xbox. and it wouldn't be the Game Awards without Jeff's buddy Hideo Kojima. He says, quote, he's always there in some form, here, as he told Games Beat. But we haven't said anything about the world premiere part of the show. Our things that's important to me is that when we first start talking about the show, we focus on the awards. As we get close to the show, we'll, we'll share some things. Although, honestly, we won't talk about what are in the effect surprises of the show. Do we want to talk about the two things that we do know so far? Sure. Uh, so, they came from today's Xbox thing. We'll talk more in detail about the whole thing shortly. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 is going to be there because mm-hmm. uh, they, they brought it out on stage they spoke a little bit and then said we're going to share more at the Game Awards and then you remember the old Summer of Arcade Winter yeah. of Arcade it's back Ooh. Um, may not but then they're going to talk about what games they are at the Game Awards as well so they, like the trickle has now begun and we'll start we're a month out so we'll start to see wait what's the date yeah the 11th we're less than a month um, so things are just going to gradually trickle from here you start getting a few maybe three weeks out it's the first little teasers of whatever may may come or what people are going to be there we know Kojima is going to be there because he has some input with the uh, best student game award because one of my former students as a teacher is working in game dev and he had a game at PAX and they nominated for the best student game and I'm not sure if they've been accepted yet or whether that's public or I don't, I don't know whether they've actually been greenlit regardless but like if they get greenlit to the nomination uh then that means Kojima and all those guys and Todd Howard and More Vince Sampella and all these other big names in the industry they get to play it and that's kind of cool very cool but, um, but the Game Awards are fucking fantastic 
but yes. they they ain't as cool as the ones that we're judges on, which is the Dash, oh, the Dash Awards. Community Awards 2018. Well, no, there's the community. Well, yeah, we're judges, and then there's the community. Yeah, we're judges. Yeah. So we help we help make the nomination process. Who you submitted yours? No. Nah. <gasps> they do. Yes, they did. Shit. I'll send them to me later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to give myself time because I wanted to play Red Dead and then I never did and then a baby arrived and that was actually before all those things so that's not really an excuse doesn't matter Dash I'll get him to you yeah I didn't mind rest. I was like ah, why do they have to do that fuck and I had to sit there and do them on the couch uh, <sighs> so keep an eye out for them because uh, uh, open yeah. nominations kick off on the 20th yes yes I remember that date uh, yeah. I think that's why I was like oh, I got time I thought mind. it was the 20th too so I'm like but yeah jump in there get that done after this but let's do some quick sorry bud some quick fire uh, news and then we'll jump into the top 10 the best selling games uh, Winnie the Pooh and the 100 Acre Woods are now joining Kingdom Hearts 3 I got a rumbling in my tumbly oh boy for some Kingdom Hearts all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, ham- uh, yeah we'll jump into that now um, Kingdom Hearts uh, it's so conflicting for me because I played the first couldn't care less since I and then Winnie the Pooh's in there and I'm like I'm so excited by every property in Kingdom Hearts that isn't fucking Final Fantasy. However, it's garbage to play. So it kind of like, doesn't allow me to do what I want to yeah. do. Like, I want to do the Toy Story. I fucking love Toy Story. But I know it's going to be some garbage game, like, in terms of gameplay. So I'm not going to be able to enjoy the part that I want. Yeah, okay. You have to deal with all this weeby stuff. All this other shit that I don't care about. <laughs> Uh, Hammerhead will be the star villain in the next Spider-Man DLC, Turf Wars. Beat Saber drops November 20, and it does include PS uh, PS exclusive content. And the PlayStation Classic is running on an open source emulator called PCSX uh, Rearmed, which I don't know about you, if they're running an open open source one, it means it's easily hackable, wink, wink. Let's go back to that topic before. We're adding Final Fantasy and Shane Warren Cricket 99. <laughs> and Harvest Moon. Yeah, And Harvest Moon. Back to nature. Oh, yeah. And the top 10 selling games uh, for the week ending 4th of November. Number 10, Lego DC Supervillains. Number 9, Overwatch Legendary Edition. Number 8, Rainbow Six Siege. Number 7, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Number 6, NBA 2K19. Number 5, FIFA 19. Number 4, Marvel Spooderman. Number 3, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 2, Call of Duty Blue (laughs) Black Ops 4. And number 1, The Red Dead Redemption 2. So no surprises there. Red Dead obviously being the top, Call of Duty being second. Uh, Spider-Man still holding strong. Uh, WWE kicked out of there. Rest in peace, WWE. Um, I think Rainbow Six Siege and Overwatch are back in with some esports going on at the moment. Yeah, why not? But yeah, no, no major surprise. So list I was too busy trying to get the hands and fingers right. And even when I went for number one, I got two fingers stuck up. I was trying to tease everyone that might flip them off. <laughs> and then I didn't. But then I put this one down. All of a sudden, that one stuck up. I don't know what's going on. I'm tired. But that's all, all the news and stuff out of the way. It, now, Paul, it's time that we chat to the players. And this week, we're chatting about Xbox's PSX equivalent, the XO18. Yes. So, ju- this morning, at time of recording, Xbox uh, unleashed this two-hour showcase showing off what they have in the near future as well as some big announcements. So, we want to talk about, A, some of the things that they talked about. Obviously, playing PlayStation Show, we're not going to dive too deep, but it's more about how, what does this the mean impact. for PlayStation? How does this impact playstation in a year where they chose to not have a psx yeah and what does this mean moving into potentially the next generation where do you want to kick things off it's up to you man this is, this is your wanna, topic you wanna, i skimmed over it before I, we I, went live, I, so. I live tweeted it for the player too so um do we start with the studios yeah, yeah. So um the, the obsidian stuff is confirmed so the big announcement at the end of the show was that uh, Xbox, uh, sorry, Microsoft have picked up 
two 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 more studios one of them being a company called exile which i've never heard of in before exile, they, who i yeah in they apparently exile. do some rpgs but i yeah they did and one that just dropped not wasn't banner saga or something else but no but i'll, um, I'll double check their work that's, so that's how little I know about them. They're relatively no one. That's fine. And the big one, which has been rumoured for Bard's quite tale. a while. Hmm? They've done a Bard's Tale? Bard's Tale. That's the one. Thank you. Um, and the the big one coming out of it is uh, Obsidian. Obsidian Entertainment. Though the creator of uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth, and most prominently Fallout Alpha Vegas. Protocol. And Alpha <laughs> Protocol. <laughs> uh, and most recently they've been working on the... Oh, shit. It's CRPG. Big one of recent years. The name will come to me, but... Yeah, I don't know. But uh, Bar's Tale Heist, Wasteland 2, they've been working on that Torment, Tides of Numenera. So they've actually picked up two very similar studios. Yeah, apparently they've worked together in the past as well. But they're... Quite possible, yeah. They did mention they are keeping them separate, trying to keep them as independent as possible. Excuse me while I hock a big luger out of my nose. Um, that's pleasant. Uh... I still can't find the game. Oh, Pillars of Eternity. That's go. that's what they've been working on recent years. And so that's very similar to what Inexile's done. So um, they actually got out there. They had Mike Booty, which is the best surname in the world, <laughs> Booty. Um, come out there and talk about how we didn't want to pick particular ones based on certain genres. We just wanted to get the best talent available. And then they picked out they, two they teams just that bought, do CRPGs. They just bought people that would, that that would be willing to sell. Um, <laughs> so, But Obsidian in particular, I think that's a big loss um, for PlayStation because... Yeah, they they're responsible for South Park. They're responsible for Fallout New Vegas, uh, Pillars of Eternity. Well, uh, the first one did come to PS4 and Xbox One, mm-hmm. and it was great. Um, like they they've got a really long history of, uh, and they did Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic too back in the day. Um, and whilst none of those games are exclusive to PlayStation, they still came to PlayStation, and now you're not going to get those games anymore. Mm. Um, it's massive for Xbox. It's great for Xbox. Uh, people are making a big deal about okay, we've got all these studios now, and I take a look and I'm like. PlayStation, you'd like if you had to kind of schoolyard pick, you know, Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. Well, I think Xbox would be the last one picked still. Yeah. In spite of those acquisitions, uh, the ones mid year and these ones at the end of the but year. That, they're, they're great that- acquisitions, but they're still not. You're not in that same illustrious air that PlayStation and Nintendo are in at the moment. I think that purely comes from we've not seen what they can do under this banner yet. Uh, and we won't. Like a lot, of, a lot of these guys, what they're working on has either a just come out and been relatively unimpressive. Talking, you know, like uh, the labs with um, said it's K. K. Uh, you know, Forza Horizon Four is apparently fucking dope, so that's pretty good. But yeah, I mean, the, that's playground. The playground are awesome. Playground are doing some good work. But a lot of what we won't, see, we a lot of this we won't see until next gen it makes me incredibly excited to see what Microsoft will do come next gen they're going to hit the ground because they, they're going to go fucking bonkers and I think as much as I love PlayStation what PlayStation do I think they they're going to take a they're, they're going to take a hit there's, there's a shockwave here coming from what these guys could be. Now, majority of the of the studios that are here, like your uh, 343, like your Coalition. Coalition, these guys have only been... Sorry, they've been working for PlayStation, uh, with the Xbox, Xbox. For as long as, as is anyway. Same as Playground, same as... Uh, what's the lab? Undead Labs. Undead Labs. Well, Undead like, Labs were technically only just picked up, but yeah, they, they were... Like of- said, so them and Playground, they've only been doing exclusives anyway. So they're like... And we've seen what they can do, so I don't think that's a massive one. It's more of an overall image that I think the PlayStation will take the shock for. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Because I think about those studios, and 343, yeah, they're the biggest and probably oldest. Well, outside of Rare. Mm. um, The the oldest, most established Xbox platform there. But the Halo brand has taken a few hits in recent years. So And basically since 343 took over, rightly or wrongly, 
Um, so that doesn't necessarily have the appeal that it once, uh, once did. The Coalition still finding their feet with Gears. Uh, Gears 4 was very uh, Force Awakens in terms of like it was just kind of Gears 1 with a slightly different skin, new characters, mm-hmm. but we'll go the same sort of path. Turn 10 does great stuff, but they're racing games, so it's a niche audience um, straight out the gate. Rare been patchy since they... Yeah, the Since rare, they left Nintendo. It's the rare and old is not the new rare. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I there. fucking love Sea of Thieves. Thieves and like, there's a lot of Sea of Thieves news that came out of this too, which makes me really happy. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't, if you look at it, like if you look at it to its granular details, it's not overly impressive. Yeah. But if you sem- yeah. if you zoom back and look like, at the bigger they're picture, they're acquiring, acquiring, they're doing and, something. And of course, PlayStation has been killing studios. In they are years. building to something. Yeah. So PlayStation haven't bought a studio in a while. They've shut down a couple recently. They shut down like Evolution, and, and we still have our worries about the likes Cambridge. Of, yeah, and, and we still then have our you've worries got for Media Molecule and those sorts of teams. That exactly, could Media Molecule's a concern. Is Sony Bend at risk? We don't know. Like there, there is a more up in the air situation. Like although they are delivering the goods at PlayStation, it does wonder that they're not acquiring anything new. Um, but they're just doubling down on what's already good. Yeah, so I mean, look, you're right. They are they're gearing up for a big hit at the beginning mm. of the next gen. Um, Gears is, in many ways, I think, going to be the the kind of swan song, I guess, for the Xbox One in terms of big exclusives. Halo will be next gen. Mm. Maybe it'll straddle both if we're lucky, but it's probably designed with next gen in mind. And then all those studios they picked up mid year, I, I can't imagine which one would even be the furthest along in development for something. Probably Playground in the form I mean they obviously well, the, they'll have have the, time, the next four's eight or whatever. But it those is. rumors about them working on a um uh, an RPG like the speculation was fable. Um and yeah. I, st- I still believe that's probably true. But um Man, imagine like that. those, those fable was like a launch game for the Xbox. Whatever. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Um Whew. Ninja Theory probably the next one behind them because Compulsion released a game after they got acquired mm-hmm. um, Undead Labs had only just released a game then uh, yeah I just don't see well yeah that's else being big 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 this K- gen sorry they say K2 and that's still being supported with yeah. DLC as they talked about I think they're just going to try and add life to the games that are out put out Gears 5 that's your big tentpole for the rest of the generation mm. let's see you in end of 2019 yeah. 2020 whenever these next gen consoles actually hit and that's that at that point 343 is ready to go and that's probably your, your big tempo in the middle there but then that's supported by whatever Obsidian's doing like Obsidian's still a big team um, they've been quiet for a little while ish well Pillars came out earlier this year yeah uh, no, I mean like in terms of big was, fuck yeah. off releases so like yeah yeah um, so yeah I think they'll get all the, I think they're getting their ducks in a row to hit next gen hard which is something PlayStation didn't do this gen they had Killzone launch which I thought it was probably one of the better kill zones, but it didn't hit like Killzone Two did, for example. Um, Infamous was slightly less than what you'd maybe expect from an Infamous game, uh, despite the fact that it only had two games to that point. What was it? Uh, the Order was pretty mm. mediocre, and then like we just there wasn't, but there wasn't much at the beginning. Like it was a pretty dry patch, and then it was when Uncharted Four finally arrived. Bloodborne kind of got yeah. and got the ball rolling, but but still a big gap between those two. That but came from the similar similar pattern that we saw with PS Three. Like with PS Three, everything sort of dro- any massive thing dropped towards the end, yeah. like your Last of Us and that sort of stuff. Like, they got in their own way, yeah, in a lot of ways. So for that re- and for that reason, it also concerns me about the launch of PS Five. What the fuck they're going to have? Unless, unless, yeah, unless Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima aren't PS4 games, actually PS5 games, that's the only way to get that generation started right. Because up until that point, everything else we know about 
everything's come within the last couple of years so there's there's very it's very unlikely that those studios will get a new game at the beginning of, of the life cycle yeah i agree they're, they're in a weird sort of spot playstation specifically and then yeah you look at what xbox is doing maybe they won't be of the same caliber but there's they're there they're but be there's present. games there that's what counts and they'll still be really good games they just may not be last of us good and that's fine though if you believe anything the the initiative that new studio is, is working on a quadruple a game whatever the fuck that means but um yeah it's, it's a weird sort of spot for them to be in terms of those exclusives yeah like i said i am keen for, to see what xbox will do in that in that sense with state of decay 2 being below average and ve- feeling very much like an independent game yeah. and see and see if they's coming out you know sinking almost like it's it's understandable the the hesitation but uh, you know a, a good a good fight makes good games yes the, the whole the whole rising tide yeah it's all boats so is playstation it's well and good that they're out the front just mushing i do want them to um have someone nipping at their heels yeah oh well, yeah i think that's that's best for everyone um what else did we get so i've already spoken about the game um well, game pass the other things they've done is they've kind of doubled down on games pass which we knew they were going to anyway which is certainly very very cool because uh, games pass is just getting a they've they mentioned 16 new games yep yes none of like none of them are of a major note ori except for ori I'm surprised. Game of the year 2019. I'm surprised that Ori A isn't on there already, but Ori, oh, no, no, Ori Two is game. Yeah, Ori One's well. coming on there in so, December 20. Yeah. So, so A, not a big surprise. Ori has, is already a Microsoft exclusive. So whoop de fucking do. Yeah. In terms of the announcement, it's like Ooh. yeah, yeah. Like oh, we knew it was coming. I guess for me as someone who picked up Game Pass, yeah. I'm like great. I don't have to pay for the game. Me too. That's my, that's the game that I probably well, I'm. Firmly of the mind will be my game of the year for 2019. I've been debating a picking up too. Ori 1 for, a- for do ages. Do it. Do it. And I think I should just do it. Only because I don't want to play it you on cry PC. cry like a big man, baby. And like. I never play my Xbox. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a weird line. Um, what else was there? So they showcased a bunch of third party titles. Uh, interesting, they did have Kingdom Hearts 3 there. That's where the Winnie the Pooh no- news came from. Um, very, in- you know, it's very, very interesting because. Any Eastern studios or titles aren't really living on the Xbox. The Xbox is not doing as well in yeah in these those Eastern countries. Um, we saw Just Cause Four. We saw Tomb Raider. Yes, uh, they spoke about some of the Tomb Raider com- uh, content that was coming this yeah. month and then beyond. Uh, I think they had a little partnership going there. We spoke about Devil May Cry Five mm-hmm. before that they're leaning into the Xbox platform, at least as far as marketing is concerned. Which I'd, I'd still think smart because you you get to speak there. Uh, like your hardened Xbox fan, maybe you maybe your one eyed Xbox fan, um, is sitting back going, "Oh, cool! Like Capcom's trying to team up with us. It's all about us. Like it's all about us." But then the, Capcom knows that PlayStation fans are going to go get Devil May Cry on yeah. PlayStation. Um, so they, they kind of get to speak to Xbox and really kind of make them feel special. And I'm trying not to sound condescending here. Um, makes them feel special, but they know that PlayStation's going to like get them the sales. The majority, mm. the the bulk of the money is going to come from PlayStation still, and that's fine. But you get to look after all parties. Everyone feels good, and everyone gets a good game out of it. So it's it's kind of clever marketing, I think, in that way. Yeah. So like with with a lot of big games tying themselves to PlayStation, like like your Red Dead's, uh, like Destiny, and sort of stuff. You know, Xbox had to pick up the slack somewhere, yeah. and like their Fallout's having well, Fallout's a huge presence with them. With them. Um, yeah. So Bethesda working with them, and then you've got yeah, obviously Just Cause and sort of stuff. So rather than into the specifics of what they have, because obviously it's being a lot mostly Xbox focused, uh, how did you feel about it comparing it to say PlayStation with PSX in the past? There wasn't any of those big 
ground. I mean, maybe the first those new studio acquisitions, but otherwise it was none of those big groundbreaking sort of things. Everything we knew about in some way, shape, or form, we'd already seen the games. It was actually look, the best PSX. We've had some weaker ones, and I'm not even talking about last year's one you know, on the couches and all that sort of thing. Uh, we've had PSXs over the journey where it's like, hey, you saw Spider-Man at E3, and you're going to get to see it again now, and we'll show you a tiny little bit more. And they've been criticized for that, and it felt like one of those PSXs mm. um, where like, it was good. I was happy. Like, they showed some cool things, but it was more of what I already knew. There wasn't that shock and awe, which you're kind of looking for in those sort of conferences, especially when you're trying to gather thousands of your fans together. And Can we stop doing that? Get Don't get screaming fans behind you. Make, like, uh, Shinji Hashimoto from Square Enix actually told him to shut up. Well, he didn't use the word shut up, but he told him, well, we need you to shush because... I don't know. He, he was getting a translator there, so he well, compared to compared to but Japanese, just, like uh, every time you watch the Nintendo brief or like when they did the live it's a switch, it's like moving claps. It's yeah. like mm, yes. We're here. It's like well, I understood you know in I mean? his case though because he's got a translator there and then he's trying to speak live, so he's trying to hear what she's reading back to him, so he can then mm. respond and for, like that. That's a messy sort of situation. But God, they were annoying, and the, and they were just it, it was clear someone's like the little teleprompter there going shout, scream, jump. Make applause. noise. Applause. Yeah. Just, can we stop? <laughs> Let them be genuinely excited by things because there were things to be genuinely excited about. Let them just show it. Be authentic about it. But, um, yeah, it wasn't kind of of that PSX caliber. Um, certainly better than the couches last year. Mm. But did they announce Medieval? <laughs> um, overall, pretty happy with it still. Yeah. So I came out from a different place because I said, like, I don't really play, play my, my Xbox all that much. And even us as a channel, we don't focus on Xbox. Like, we, yep. we share the news and stuff when it happens, but, you know, we you pro, you're approaching it from player two. Well, I, I'm, I'm still super biased towards PlayStation, though. Mm. Like, I, I favor them heavily. And Matt cracks the shits with me because he's he's got his. Uh, he gets codes for Xbox games for review and those sorts of things and maybe it's a shared world sort of game and hey Paul like let's jump in and do this I'm like mate I'm playing on PlayStation <laughs> like because I want my trophies or whatever well, like even, I'm invested in that arc, uh, like, in that environment like as I mentioned like when, when uh, Mikey from 2K sent us WWE he's like hey here's an Xbox I'm like thanks man and I really enjoyed it I'm like oh I'm, I'm not playing it here anymore I'm gonna go buy it so I went and yeah. bought it <laughs> like it's like it had to be on PlayStation but the reason I mention that is like we for any of the announcements and stuff aren't important to us. Yep. Any of the Xbox exclusive stuff aren't important to us. So uh, you know, take whatever we say is with a grain of salt. Then I suppose. But I enjoyed the hype. I enjoyed the excitement as yeah. I'm watching it while I was pulling some of the news and stuff together this morning. I'm like, fuck. I'm feeling. It. I'm like, why didn't PlayStation do this? Yeah. Like, granted, you know, these got, as you mentioned, these got, they're repeating the same old news, like, news that we don't really... The, sorry. They're, they're well, repeating... Same old games. Same yeah. old games. New sorry. stuff, but new, same old New games. news, old games. And I do I do certainly understand why PlayStation hasn't this year and why, why PSX has been... It wouldn't have been enough. It would be yeah. literally have been this, if not less than this. With um, everything they did for your uh, Ghost of Tsushima's mm. and Last of Us's and all those sorts of things at E3... They wouldn't have much they could have then done exactly at PSX, and they would have been, um, they would have looked at last year's feedback where it was on the couch and having the conversation that people weren't a big fan of that. Going well, we don't want to do that again, but we've got nothing else we can show from us. I I still think both both sides are maybe dropping the ball a little bit by not focusing on the indies like they are, and that's where I guess you spoke about last week. The kind of funny games showcase is going to be great for that. Is that it looks like Xbox did talk about a lot of indies though. 
A few. Because they didn't have much else. A few. I think it, it seemed like they kept, like I really thought they like, were going to come a lot. Of those, a, lot. a lot of those Game Pass games were indies. Yeah. Which was good. They, they touched on briefly. And there was a few, I'm like, oh, shit, that looks cool. Um, on top of Ori and all those sort of things. And they they spoke briefly about Tunic. But yeah, they, they had a big opportunity to go, hey, here's some amazing games for Summer of Arcade, which are always known to be indie ones. But then, sorry, we're showing you that at the Game Awards. Mm. And like, oh, they, that, that was a missed opportunity. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm mixed about the whole thing. Like, yeah. There's some good things there. Um, there's some things that I, I sit back and go like what you said I wish PlayStation went there and did this because I miss that fever I yeah. miss that like I used to be so fucking stoked for PSX and I still am like yeah. if they were to still bring one out I would still be just as excited <laughs> even last year with the couches I was like oh it's a bit of a bummer but I was still fucking psyched on it well we, we, like I was there with you we were hanging on um, what they, what Corey had to say about God of War or what yeah. came out next about The Last of Us or those sorts of things like it was still and Medieval like shit they, hang on they're yeah. announcing Medieval this is awesome like there was still some cool things there along the way, and um, I want that mm. whenever, whenever possible. Nintendo actually harnesses that really well with the way they do their directs. Directs are smart, um, and it's all canned, so you don't you don't get that noise in the background and all that sort of thing. But at the same time, it's it's cool. Like we get every month and a half, maybe two months. Here's just a blast of all these awesome new things. Some of them new games, some some are updates. You get a bit of best of both worlds. All parties are chasing what Nintendo's doing in that regard. And I never yeah. thought I'd say something Nintendo does online, they do better than anyone else, but they do it the best. Yeah, they, they, they do really good updates and yeah. stuff. But, yeah. There's some there's some that you can obviously shrug your shoulders at, but yeah. by and large, they deliver a good show every single time. They do it regularly. The big sort of question coming out of, out of, out of XO18 for us as PlayStation people is, does PlayStation have anything to worry about? I say yes in terms of... of, of, of um, optics right the, the from from what from what it looks at right now even in the short burst they cancelled their PSX Xbox have come in and filled that void there's a lot of concern about PlayStation not being as community focused as they once were since they've they've become popular they, they, even though I fucking hate the expression everyone talks about here that old PS3 hubris oh yeah fuck down. I hate, it makes me so mad when I hear that <laughs> Because like that's just echoing what bigger, what, yeah, bigger, what bigger place, outlets are saying. Bigger yeah. outlets are saying. It's like you as a fucking person have no idea, um, including myself. Uh, so, you know, I mean, like they've Xbox have been forced to take more of a PR angle. They may not have yeah. the games well, to fill to it. Win, they have to win hearts. They're yeah, trying to claw the claw themselves back into the game. So. And I think they've done that with this. Even though I don't give a fuck really about a lot of what they talked about, even the third parties like their Tomb Raider, I played it, I, I've, ret- I've taken it back, I don't want to play it again. You're like, it was great, yeah, but um, there's, no, there's no DLCs <laughs> or anything. <laughs> you know, and then like, Kingdom Hearts, woo, Devil, Devil May Cry, uh. you know what I mean? Like, there's no- nothing they talked about really won me over, but the overall conference made me go, fuck. There's only one thing missing from, uh, for me, and that was... Uh a release date for Ori. <laughs> I, I keep cycling back to that mm. game because it's one of my be- favorite games of the generation. But um, yeah, as a, as a PlayStation fan, I, I, even your optics thing about the studios and those sort of things, if they if Obsidian's big, um, and it's it's a big miss for PlayStation, if In Exile had been another really well regarded studio like mm-hmm. with a really high profile, then as a PlayStation fan, I might be kind of quaking my boots a little bit. Obsidian's great, but like some of their talent left and actually went to uh, Gorilla to do Horizon. Like we're, we're getting some of those people over there, and they're helping PlayStation create big RPGs as well. So we're kind of getting 
yeah, we're not losing too much, I guess, in some ways by missing out on Obsidian. As someone myself personally has both consoles, if there's a big Obsidian game I want to play, I'll still go fire up my Xbox and do it if I want. Um, but yeah, it's there's there's a ways to go still for Xbox if they want to claw back that ground. I think they've got the right pieces in place, and look, maybe those games are just right, and you know that Microsoft dollar might allow them to just do whatever what they might not have been able to do before, and that's that's really important. Um, Obsidian's always had to go game by game and just make sure they got enough money to then move on to the next thing and they're always working in some third party's hip pocket mm. um, so this would be good for them to just have that financial security to do what they want but yeah I don't think there's anything yet as a PlayStation fan where I'm going oh shit yeah. outside of the possibility that maybe Xbox really front loaded with their launch window and we just don't know yet what's going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen with Ghosts or um, Death Stranding so. yeah. yeah it's an odd place what do you think did you watch the Xbox uh, 018 what do you think you think position should be worried comment below let us know your thoughts speaking of comments though we bring it to the section from, from the players, the players. Where, we, where we got some questions from one one individual in particular he loaded us with a couple of questions oh good so i just jumped on him <laughs> i was like all right cool you've, you've given us all we'll go with you like, uh, this like is sandra on that guy you jumped all over that's right uh so lee vivian gives us two uh, one of them not entirely position focused, more just what our thoughts are on something, um, which is cool. So his first question is, what's your thoughts about all the backlash of Blizzard's whole Diablo Immortal stuff? And also how Blizzard uh, have also said that they are looking into more of the mobile games market for new games. Fuck off, entitled fans. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to say, bro, fuck off, man. Like, th- th- I understand. They didn't deliver it well. They, the messaging yes, was poor. Messaging so was poor, it. but at the same point, fuck off. It's, a, it's like... It, they're, biz- they're Blizzard. They're a company. They can do whatever they want. Like as even me as a consumer of PlayStation products, I have no shape of. I I have no way of dictating what they do, yeah. and nor should I expect that I should. So, I understand why they've gone to a mobile market because a big numbers. And if the con- if their concern is the Diablo is then going to become microtransactioned, fuck off. But, but, but they've already done it with with, with Diablo three apparently. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it I don't play there. it, but it apparently it's there. already there. So it's not as if it's going to change. The I only can literally thing- see a copy just sitting off camera, but... Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't played it yet. That's my wife's copy. She's big Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, really? Nice. She's a huge fan. Um, so the only the only concern that it could be is that, oh, no, more people are going to play it and then want to buy Diablo. Yeah, what what's the problem there? Um, Diablo 4 is still on the way. Like, people... Yeah, that's the thing. There they is actually a mis- got out in front and said, we're working on the next core Diablo yeah. game. You won't see it at this event. So, firstly, I don't know why when when Diablo first appeared on the screen, people got oh, like, I mean, I, I suppose they could have gone all jaffy and lied to you, and then we'll roll that on the on the truck anyway. People don't but, fucking understand that a, a company has multiple teams. Like, just because like Blizzard aren't solely working on on Diablo Immortal, like Diablo Four. Like, well, they're, the, they shipped it off to a Chinese. That's that's, that's it, one of the. Things if anything, that, that should be more of a positive. They're like, you, you ship this off. Cool. That means you're working on Diablo Four for me. Yeah. People yeah, are you'd, dumb. You'd, you'd think in that regard it's okay. I guess they, they still want, like, even if a game comes to Apple or iOS, sorry, mobile, sorry, I'm an Apple person, I've got with <laughs> two one-eyed there. Uh, they want it to be their best, the best product possible, and I know that that company out of China doesn't have a great rep, which has been another thing. But people didn't, like, that douchebag that got up there and said this some um, out-of-season April Fool's joke, he didn't know which team was responsible mm. for it. He's just been a dick. Um, and I know, like, a lot of hate gets directed his way, and deservedly so, he's a dick. But, um... Just cool your jets a little bit, guys. Yeah, fuck, fuck the fuck off is all I'm um, saying. Besides, I looked at that and as someone who messed around with Diablo a little bit, it's been a while since I went uh, last played Diablo three. But I look at it and go, I can get around this. Yeah, like if it's 
bite size and it looked it like visually it looked like um Diablo 3 I'm like okay so the game's looking sharp um and if I can just do it in little bite sized chunks I'm sitting at my desk at work when I should be teaching uh and I can during just during kids doing tests and shit like yeah, yeah, yeah whatever um then fine actually I've tested the other day and I started preparing the next episode of Gamer School but anyway <laughs> school related um, yeah I was on topic they're like that, that. No, like that's that's great. It's accessibility, and then it just tides you over until Diablo Four comes out. Because mm. if you believe Shrier, he's like they've gone through two different teams, like two different iterations of that game. So it's they're struggling to find out what Diablo Four is, and you get to play something in the meantime. And and uh, Blizzard, despite the fact that the game's being developed el- elsewhere, Blizzard has pretty high expectations. Mm. That they, they when's the last time they put out a flop? True. Very like true. even if it's not necessary for us, like I can't think of the last flop they put out there. Um, they will be testing the shit out of that thing and if this team's not quite got it right take it back go mm. keep working on it do what needs to be done again as evidenced by the fact that they've gone through two iterations of Diablo 4 already one of the other so, comments that I've heard is they're like well it wasn't the best place to talk about it no it wasn't I'm like get the fuck out it's an Activision product sorry it's a Blizzard product at BlizzCon there is no other better place for them to talk about it no the timing within the conference fuck them bring that elsewhere within the conference somewhere in the middle finish with what they did with Warcraft that's all they needed to do yeah like, so just jerk, the, to jerk their dicks about a remake instead fuck them yeah but like, fuck for all fans, them. I, I still think it's wrong but the way they delivered it was probably the only poor bit of the oh, whole thing PC dorks anyway well they are like, do they even have Go time take your keyboard they, and mouse yeah, did they even have Xbox time is to, allowing you to play with keyboard and mouse anyway so come join us did they even have time to stop looking at their Excel spreadsheets to even go to BlizzCon like come on updating their drivers and that's stuff. it <laughs> I love those same <laughs> repeated jokes at, the, at their expense um, and also he's Lee's also asked uh, what are your thoughts about Square Enix's main dev behind Final Fantasy 15 leaving the company and then completely cancelling three of the four DLCs for the game leaving season pass owners angry and then also Square Enix is talking about making some sort of subscription service platform for all these games. From what I've heard, this is mainly to do with the re-release Final Fantasy games coming out. Mismanagement. That's, yeah, that's all it is. Um, and Tabata was a great guy and he came along and he saved um, Final Fantasy 15 because it was, it was in a lot of trouble there. It was uh, Nomura, who's the, the... I guess he's now working on Kingdom Hearts and no surprise that that's taken, what, 15 years. Um, like he just kept wasting time wasting time and things get thrown out and the, you know you get 99% of the way through a particular po- a portion and he goes oh hang on I want to add this and the whole thing got recycled again it just Tabata came in and just built, developed a structure people followed it and they delivered what was a pretty solid product and one that got better post release as well mm. um, the DLC was solid not fantastic um, but they'd promised a thing there was a season pass for it and now they've not delivered so I guess in the same way that people were kind of kicking up a bit of a stink about um, telltale until the news kind of came out that, and I think I was one of them for, for a while there about hey I want my money back because you've delivered a product that you, well you've promised a product that you're not going to deliver I think in this case people have actually got some grounds like we've got more information about this than what we did about Telltale um, at the same time so maybe they should get their pitchforks out and start demanding their money back um, I'd say so for the, DLC, out, for the season pass out, anyway three out of four uncompleted items is a bit different to Telltale doing well even then they did two out of Oh, four. it was meant to be four. Sorry, yeah, two out of four. So they delivered half. These guys delivered less than a quarter of what they promised. So I mean, I think for that reason, and Square Enix is a massive company, and you should be able to get your money back. Fight yeah. for it. Like no one's getting bankrupt here. One person just left. Um, I don't care about Final Fantasy 15 personally. Um, I never played it. Final Fantasy, as I bitched and whined about before about Kingdom Hearts, I don't give a fuck. It's not. For, I love it, but weebs. It's not for me. It doesn't excite me. <laughs> so when they announce that this person's leaving, I'm like, okay. Oh, buddy. oh, here we go. We've oh, got, my boy's we've got, outside we've got, in here talking at the door. 
we knew we discussed this we couldn't go through, <clears throat> go an episode without him rocking up so um look the, this is also at the same time that someone came out was someone that was working on dragon quest um dragon quest 11 they came out and they spoke about essentially the whole crunch thing and the fact that uh they really had no concept of the whole w- and look culturally things are very different but it was almost like the whole the whole workers rights thing and the fact mm. no we'll, we'll flog them what like it just means we put out a worse product if we don't like yes but there's other ways that you can still get the good the high quality product without mm. keeping people locked in their uh, their offices and for let's use the red dead thing 100 hour weeks or whatever whatever the scenario might actually be um square enix is still pretty tone deaf in some ways um and there there is there is that that japanese aspect which we as non-japanese folk might struggle to understand a little bit and they they do have a different approach the way they do their work and um there's a lot of big cultural differences there but they could be handling it better they could that, i think that's could. all it boils down to and it's the same with the diablo thing <clears throat> just you could have handled better yeah it's Both a real big parties. bummer that there's a big hunk of that game not coming to people yeah however in this section called oh, coming to the players there's lots of things you can where we play. tell you about games that are coming out this week and as always we are straight up just reading the drop from the playstation blog and this is uh for us games so not all of these may make it on the day they say if at all if at all uh and this is one that will though is chim party it's a play link title it's ps4 and it's digital uh yeah i, I kind of like the play link games yeah i, I don't don't mind some play link um I don't know much about Chim Party though. Yeah, me either. But I so heard previ- it's meant to be okay. Previously, PlayStation it. were nice enough to send us all the PlayLink games, so they haven't done that yet, or nor have I asked. So it might have been forgotten. It might have been forgotten, which is fine, because I'm not in no rush to jump on it. <laughs> yeah, because you're busy playing Red Dead. <laughs> busy playing Red Dead. Uh, Something like that comes out and it just stops you from playing Red Dead. Cause you're like, I need to do some coverage of this game, and I don't. That's true. Do they have to work I want for to it. play Red Dead. Uh, Emerald Shores PS4 Digital. Fallout 76. Never heard of it. Never, uh, no idea. PS4 digital and retail out the 14th. Uh, Bethesda Game Studios welcomed you to, uh, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive under the threat of nuclear annihilation, experience the largest world ever created in Fallout. Gnome's Garden, new home, PS4 digital. Fuck if I know what that is. Hitman 2, PS4, digital and retail. I think if you're a gold, like you've pre-ordered the gold version, I think it's already available. I believe so too. Travel the globe and track your targets across exotic sandbox locations in Hitman 2. From sun-drenched streets to dark and dangerous rainforests, nowhere is safe from the world's most creative assassin, Agent 47, in the ultimate spy thriller story. And also, I think if you pick up the gold edition just on top of the early access, I think you also get the entirety of the original, or not the original, but Hitman 1 that came out this gen as well. Fantastic. Like Boom, in there straight away. Uh, Just Deal With It, PS4 Digital, another PlayLink game. Uh, Just Deal With It on PS4 uh, with PlayLink delivers a whole new twist on the five classic card games, locally or online. Team up with your friends, families, launch tax, sabotage and competition, then go all in for the win in this joyous card game party. Knowledge is Power Decades, PS4 Digital. So it's pretty much Knowledge is Power, but with decades. I like. There are decades. There are lots of decades over... over Time. over time there have been many <laughs> decades so there is a and lot and there will be many more there is a lot of information so to go the from. DLC can go forever that's true The Long Journey Home tell me about what happened in 1690 yeah <laughs> and the worst part is it's quiz we have to be like ah also the 69 in there fucking the plague or yeah. some people dying in their mid 30s uh, The Long Journey Home Mars Chaos Menace PS4 Digital uh, on the 16th 
Monkey King, Master of the Clowns, PS4 Digital, out on the 15th. Uh, My Riding Stables, PS4 Digital Retail. Um, I believe this has been on the list before, so what the fuck happened there? Uh, Project High Rise, PS4 Digital and Retail. The Quiet Man, PS4 Digital, out on the 16th. It's already available. Positive that game's already It's already available. Yeah, I've already got it. Well, sorry, I don't already have it, but I've seen it now. Yeah, but why is it on the 16th? That's weird. I'm positive it's out. uh, Runner Runner 3. On PS4s, digitals. Slayaway Camp, Butcher's Cut, PS4 Vita, digital out on the 15th. Where is it? Where is it? There it is! Spyro, the reunited trilogy, PS4 digital and retail. Played it at PAX and it felt like a treat. I watched some yeah, web in front of me, pick it up and have no clue what they're doing. It and did play I've better got than the, the controller PS4. and I'm like, this is exactly how I remember it feeling. I Like the weighting of everything, the way he moves, it's just... See, I, to me, PS, like, PS1 Spyro controlled like ass... This one controlled a lot better. Same basic systems, but it feels better. Um, the original Roast Master is back! Same sick burn, same smoldering attitude. Now all scaled up in stunning HD. Rekindle the fire with the original three games, not on disc. Spyro the Dragon, Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, and Spyro Year of the Dragon. There's a lot of dragon puns in there. And yes, even in spite of the delay, we're still having to download a shit ton of this game, which is the one blemish on the entire product. Because otherwise... Like the horse game that we spoke about a while ago. Game of the Year contender. Yeah, shooty shooty horse horse. Uh, Swords 2, Soldiers 2, Schwarmageddon, PS4 Digital. Ticket to Ride, PS4 Digital, out on the 15th. I believe that might be a PlayLink one as well. Uh, Word Hunters, PS4 Digital. Uh, easily the pickups there are Fallout 76 and Spyro the Dragoon. Um, other than that, it's Hitman. pretty fucking... Hitman, oh, yeah, you, if that's, Hitman, if that's your thing too. Other than that, yeah. I mean, we, we recently sat on a podcast with someone who doesn't like stealth games but then played a shit ton of them at PAX, mm, if you recall. That is true. <laughs> Sean Nichols will play too. Uh, player Link games I'll likely check out um, if they come my way, of course. Because like, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Hey, PlayStation. Hey, Bill, man. Uh, <laughs> but, but don't request it because then you don't have to cover it. You can yeah, just- <laughs> they might, yeah, they might just come our way, which is cool. Uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, Sp- Spyro and Fallout are the, one, are the big ones for me. They're the ones that I'm that I'm checking out personally. You're checking out Spyro? I'm like, mm, hey, yes. you looking hot. He's in. Only it's going to be a good week. I, only I, I need to, to finish Assassins real quick. And oh, Jesus. Uh, Spyro's going to stop me from playing Red Dead. Yeah. Would you have ever imagined that? Like, yeah, someone, someone but made Spyro a conscious a decision smaller. to not play Red Dead Redemption 2 because they wanted to play a PS1 game, Spyro. Yeah, but because that's... Was, was Spyro a huge game, like, lengthwise, time-wise? Oh, I mean, they're typical... Play, like, sim- similar hours? to Crash, I guess. So probably 8 to 10. You rip through that, it's nothing. Times 3. Red Dead won't go anywhere. It's 60 hours of game just waiting for you. We'll see. Uh, it's it's gonna be tough. Maybe I'll just take a day off work, yeah. play play the dragon. <laughs> Let um, us know what you're picking up in those comments below. Do you think that Spuro is the butt? Because I certainly do. But that brings us to the end of the show. And before I do that spiel, we'll let you do yourselves. Where oh, I'll do myself. Do yourselves. Sell, uh, oh, myself. Sell, sell yourself. Sell. Paul James. Right. Oh, well, I did to that guy in like you did, like Creed, you did in so. Assassin's Creed. Uh, and he loved it. Hot. Uh, Twitter, Paul James, Paul James Games. I nearly, it. I nearly, I changed it. Paul James Games because it's just got a nice little ring to it. Yeah, it does sound good. Um, so that will give you links to all the stuff written and video that I do for Player Two, and I've also recently kicked off a podcast series. It's fortnightly because it'd be a little bit hard, I reckon, to get one every week. Uh, called Dev Diary, where I sit down with game developers from all around the industry and kind of get their stories about how they kind of came to be where they're currently at. Mm-hmm. So the first episode is with Matt Firel from 
uh, Zenimax Online, so they're responsible for Elder Scrolls Online. And I've got some other interviews with Tim Wiltz, who works for id, does Rage, Doom, etc. And then a really, really long one with... Um, oh, no. <laughs> I've gone blank. He does... Bi- uh, CEO of Big Ant. Uh, why, am I, why am I having a brain fart? Either, either way, Big Ant are responsible for... The name will come to me at some yeah. random moment. I'll just shout it out into the ether. Um uh, they're res- they're responsible. Just says his name in capital yeah, letters. They're they're responsible for like the cricket games and um, AO tennis that came out earlier this yep. year, and that that in itself was a really interesting conversation because AO tennis was a bit of a mess at launch, and I had a lot of questions about that as someone who reviewed it and ripped it apart at the <laughs> beginning uh, to now where it, where it now was. So there's there's some good stories there. Some of them are longer, some of them are shorter. Some of them go for an hour and twenty minutes. So very nice. Um, yeah, they're fortnightly. You can find it. At, um, I think basically all the same podcast feeds that this is on. So go and check them out. Yeah. All, all those places. Beautiful. I'm going to check out that name and just scream it out. <laughs> and that conversation took place at 9am on the YouTubes and 8am on the podcast services, including Spotify, which is awesome. That's where you now are. Yeah. We are now on the... Hey, Ross Simmons. Hey, that's the name. Yeah. Ross Simmons. Sorry, Ross. I'm fucking tall. So hey, if, if you're listening to us on um, Spotify, hey man, welcome. Hope you like what you think. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, head over to the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash the pop culturists are always there talking shit about something. Um, previously, I was just bitching about the potential Breaking Bad movie, which I was like, oh, that's dumb. I'm going to go tell you, I'm going to see the shit out of that. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash the pop culturists where you might find a tier that interests you. And, and no matter what tier you are on, you can watch us record this show live. It's very, very exciting for those that do. Uh, Patrons are helping to replace this table one day. One day. It's it, it's stockpiling in like a, a PayPal account. Because like, this is just rickety as balls, so I need to build a new one. Um, if you want to show the Love Pop Culturist on your body, it's popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts like, not this one, but like this because, you know, copyright claims. Um, oh, that's why it's not available, yeah, right? It's, it's, it's two of a kind. It got DMCA'd. So uh, oh. it's fair. Uh, but then you can buy like phone cases and all this other stuff. You still as well. got one first. Well, I ordered it before it got takedown. So then I emailed them and I'm like, because my order was just sitting in pending. I'm like, hey, I paid for this. Either give me a refund or don't. Like, what are we going to fuck you on do? And next thing you know, I had no response. And then I got the tracking info going, new shirts on Yeah, screen. okay. I'm like, cool. It's slimy pricks. I'm like, hey, no, I, I ordered it. I guess it was printed before the, rela- before yeah. the DMCA. So the DMCA is totally valid. I don't, I'm not arguing the, the valid, the, the validness of the But you the got claim. your shirt and you're happy. But I got and my shirt and that's what I'm happy with. Because like majority of the merch is- totally unique. Yeah. Majority of the, ber- the merch is bought by me anyway. So it's, it's mostly sort of a good place for me to buy shirts. Uh, and we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash popculturist where we play stream games and that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know what we're streaming this week. Might be Spyro. More Paw Patrol. Just um, because. You can get on a roll. On a roll with Paw Patrol. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. And I'm Paul James. And that was for the players.